our beloved Hard AF Seltzer is now in Alabama and Georgia. Let's start with Alabama, shall we? Star Mart 12 in Tuscaloosa. Jasper Package Store down there in Jasper. Corks and Tops in Tuscaloosa. Jet Pep Express in Tuscaloosa. M&D Grocery in Tuscaloosa. Southern Package in Florence down there. Chalkville Shell in Birmingham. Highway 11 Food Mart in Birmingham. The Moody Conoco down there in Moody. The Onita Quick Stop in Onita, Alabama. Never been there, but I need to go there. Tiger Spirits Liquor right there on campus in Auburn. Trustville Raceway down there in Trustville. Watermelon Shell in North Point down there. Those are the first 10 stores in Alabama. Georgia's up next. You know it's been on my mind. Georgia. M&M Package down there in Hiram, Georgia. Uh, One Stop Package down in Savannah. Beverage Superstore of Grayson in Atlanta. Max Beverage Inc. in Cumming down there. Let's go. That's in my neck of the woods. Uh, Liquor World down there in Hinesville uh, in Savannah. Doraville Liquor Store down there in Atlanta. Jessup Smoking Tobacco Outlet in Savannah. Strong Water in Atlanta. Turtle Creek Wine and Spirits in Atlanta. And Walker Chancellor Enterprises, Inc. down in Brunswick, Georgia. Let's go. Support us and support the show by going out and buying a 12-pack of Hard AF Seltzer today. Get rocked on some 8% seltzers. Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Welcome to Drinking Bros, everybody. Merry Christmas. Hey, happy holidays. Happy holidays. We're not doing that, Brent. We're, we're saying happy. We are inclusive to everybody here. We are not. On the Drinking Brothers podcast. Doing that today. Drinking Brothers, <laughs> Drinking Brothers makes it sound like we're wearing top hats and monocles. <laughs> Drinking Brothers. Yeah. Um, Brothers. Brothers. That Us. is the fancy version of it. We do have people that come on the show, guests, and they don't know. They're like, uh, it's great to be on the Drinking Brothers. And we're like, oh, you don't know what the show is. <laughs> oh, you have no idea what you're in we'll for. We'll immediately open with Hope Solo's asshole there yep. <laughs> and get him involved real quick. Uh-huh. And then they regret it pretty instantly. Well, it's mostly been, um, we've been so subconsciously programming people. Mm-hmm. Because no one knows that the entry to the show is actually literally... Hope Solo's asshole. It mm-hmm. sure is. Right? Yeah, uh, it's for, a portal. Well, for people on Patreon. It's a Stargate. Yeah. And to her guts. Yeah. yeah, it really is. You can't travel through space or time, but you can travel through her guts, which I is important, right. I think. I don't think you can actually love a woman in real life if you don't love her asshole. You, it's, it's a necessity. It's a difficult. non-negotiable. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I mean, have you ever met somebody with a just an un, with a weird asshole? untenable asshole? Yeah, I cut them out of my life immediately. Same here. I can't have them around. Male or female. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, what what would constitute a weird asshole though? Uh, uh, well, you go sh- first. Shape, probably. Uh, uh, you can go first if you want. If there's angles to it, like the amount, the amount of spokes, maybe. Mm-hmm. If yeah. it's spoked. if it's over or under spoked, yeah. that would be overspoked. Is wild. If yeah. an asshole looks like a pomegranate when you cut it open, mm-hmm. I can't. I can't do <laughs> the. <laughs> yeah, I can't do the the <laughs> seeds. Because you're like, oh, is well, that, that, that is that a hemorrhoid? No, that is that is hemorrhoids. Yeah, insane. 
But it is a don't tre- bite into them. It's They're a, not it's gonna a, taste. It's good. a treatable no. condition. Uh huh. But if somebody shows up, the first time you see somebody's asshole, they have hemorrhoids. I would never let that happen. I've never had hemorrhoids before, but if I did, no one would see my asshole until they were gone. Right. Yeah. And if they know. did see them, I would fucking kill them. It reminds me of this. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know Urban Dictionary, right? Of course. So yeah. one of the things you do in the military is called CQ, charge of quarters, right? So mm-hmm. an NCO, a sergeant, and then two dum-dums kind of staff the desk, incoming phone calls, people that need rides for stuff to put out information, whatever, right? Yeah. To greet people, uh, other officers and shit as they come through the door. So when you're on CQ over, and it's a 24-hour duty, right? So you start at like 6 in the morning and you get off at 6 the next morning, typically. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> One of the th- one of our favorite things to do, or it was back in the day. This is social media is kind of around, but not heavy use like the middle two thousands. Uh-huh. But the internet was wide open, just like Hope Solo's asshole. asshole. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and one of the things we like to do is come up with funny ways to kill ourselves, and then funny things for uh, Urban Dictionary. And one of them I was called the Rhode Island Railroad, and it's <laughs> oh, where boy. it's where you've got. You sh- you show a girl your dick, but it's small, and to keep her f- from telling other people, you throw her in front of a fucking train. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I? Oh, because your dick is small. It's a yeah, small yeah, state. It's a, it's a small state. state. Uh, that's that's a thinking man's yeah, 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 you know sure I mean? is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bar. It sure is. It took you <laughs> less time to figure it out than it took him. Yeah. <laughs> Just if we're ranking right now, it's Blanta it's first, true. Black Santa first. Uh, have then, you met Blanta? Yeah. No, but yeah. Uh, looks Black like Santa. a homie. Black Santa there. Uh, only sings in Spanish. So we're doing a Christmas show here tomorrow night. We do a big Christmas show every year. Mm-hmm. We do a big giveaway for charity. Uh, we pick somebody or something uh, within the listeners. This is for Last Row Lopez on here. Uh, so we're getting a RAV4 Lopez. We're getting him a, a car. Amazing. Um, yeah, because uh, he hasn't had one. He's worked for us for a while. There it is right there. Boom. Oh, sick. Where, where, where are we at here? Uh, Seventy-five eighty-six. Seventy-five eighty-six. 86 so we only need 13k uh, now yeah. the car is purchased because uh, once we started getting to the halfway point i bought it so that way it could be here for the show tomorrow night oh cool yeah but right if we on. don't raise the rest of the money mm-hmm. dan and i are going to keep the car we're not we're not giving it away obviously we're gonna no we're gonna we'll probably blow burn, it up burn it or blow it up in front yeah, of him for sure but yeah. in, in front of him we'll make him yeah, watch yeah. give him the keys and have him like see it first and get excited yeah. and then just fucking shoot a or we could it. put a fucking bomb under the seat once he gets in and starts it up boom problem solved because exactly. now he's not sad anymore no right, right? and uh, we've done a public service it's we, so he's one of the nicest guys in the world he's oh you saw him in the intro for the hard af seltzer commercial mm-hmm. he's a supermodel obviously yeah. um and uh can you pull up a picture of lasro lopez please yeah um, pop up a yeah. pic of him for brent because here's why i say this is he didn't know any of this was going to happen so we picked we picked somebody at random and uh you know one of our listeners or somebody who's helped us over the year uh, we've done things for kids. We've done, you name it. Uh, cause we've been on for eight years now at this point. Yeah. Uh, we just celebrate our eighth year on air. And, okay. uh, as so we picked him at random and he, he couldn't believe this was happening. Uh, and so when we got him the car, I was like, Hey dude, this is real. And it looks like we're going to make the dollar amount. Hopefully if everybody donates, he started crying and he didn't think it was real. Oh, he didn't believe you? Um, no. And he was like, no, he, he, he's like, I don't understand. Yeah. That's uh, right. You can put yeah. the volume on this. Go ahead. That's him right there looking. Yeah, supermodel. In a bed. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm not saying you would have sex with this person or anything. But, <laughs> I mean, well, actually, I didn't want, I didn't even want to look at him. Uh, just, I just <laughs> feel it right there. 
Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. <laughs> so for episode Gross. 1000, he also got a full leg tattoo of Hillary Clinton. Remember no that? Shit. Remember that? Yes. Remember a that? Real one? Live oh, yeah. on, live, there it is right there. Remember that tweet? Oh, Happy birthday God, to your future to president. future president? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we, he, we <laughs> that's the entire length of his thigh. Then he used, we paid him a thousand bucks to do this, and he used the thousand bucks to go to Sommelier school. Dead no serious. way! Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he oh my god, that's don't, dope. Yeah. Don't let, that's so cool. Don't let the fact that he looks like fat Benicio del Toro <laughs> dissuade you. you from the reality that he is a classy fucking dude. That's yes. dope. Like for I, real. I, uh, I would give him another thousand to get the tattoo of Bill Clinton in a dress on his other thigh. Well, look, I would throw in for that. Uh, it, that it's certainly on the table. It's on the table. Like, oh, I'm not, do you're it, not yeah. asking for something that's no, no, no. Out that's, of that doesn't don't, seem like well, a wild request. Don't, no. don't, don't, don't commit to it unless you're willing to pay. Exactly. He will, he will <laughs> do it. Okay. I promise you, he'll do he'll it. He'll definitely do I'll it. For it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so, so with that, because he's been a a great sport and and helped out the company over the years, we picked him to do it. But he didn't think it was real. Uh, we, you know, he got the car and like he was crying and it was awesome. And you're like, holy shit, dude. But, yeah. um, I think his mom lives in Houston and, uh, the current car he has only goes 32 miles an hour, uh, or else it overheats and what it's going to die. What is it, a golf cart? Close. A fucking longboard? Close. <laughs> yeah. So it's I, like a Dodge Dart from 1980 or something. It is. Yeah. And it's got, he had a, you know, the zip ties he used for, uh, mm-hmm. illegal immigrants or prisoners. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that's how he had the bumpers on the car with these no. zip ties. Because I go, hey, you got to meet me here at the dealership. I've got to give this back. And he was like, man, why do we have to give it back? We can blow it up or we can leave it on the side of the road. I was like, no, the government's still going to charge you for having a car. Right, right, mm-hmm. You have right. to dispose of this vehicle. Yeah, you got to ri- yeah. get rid of it. You, you can salvage it, yep. too. So you can just sell it to a junkyard. That's probably the best thing to do because at least you get a little cash Well, out of it. with this, and that's what I did. Or take so it to I a said, pick and pull or some bullshit like I that. I said, look, man, um, you know, because there's taxes on GoFundMe and shit and uh, – the car was was 13k and uh, and I said just give me 500 that'll cover the GoFundMe taxes for this car or whatever and mm-hmm. the guy was just like man I don't want this car and I go I don't give a fuck that you want the car you're taking, <laughs> you're the, car. taking the car and he goes does it work and uh, and he goes uh, can I drive it around the block and I looked at Lopez and Lopez looked at me and I go can you make this thing around the block <laughs> 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 Without it dissolving, yeah. Wait, are we are we detailing how you committed fraud against this man, or what's no, happening? Because no, this, this no. is live right now. It just... was a working vehicle. <laughs> it works. It's, For real though, it, if it you works. just send it what to a horrific, if you just send it through to a pick and pull, it's probably worth like a thousand bucks. To be honest, right? You, well, so I said, or, or a salvage, I, or I just told the, the guy because I had a uh, an eight. One of my first cars was a, a beige '89 Ford Tempo, mm. uh, and by the the end of it, the wheel. Was so I like you to to turn it all the way to the right just to keep it going straight. Right, like, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was awful, and they gave yeah. me like five hundred bucks for it. Mm-hmm. This was in worse shape than oh, that. Boy. And so I go, hey, dude, you're gonna give me five hundred dollars for this fucking car, mm-hmm. use it for the parts, get it out of his life. Yeah, so he yeah, because have to pay for it yeah, anymore. I don't, I don't think people, especially young people who are just getting into the adult game, understand that if you like, oh, I don't, I'm not gonna register this car anymore. I'm just gonna leave it in my yard, right? Yep. You still have you to still register have the vehicle to, with yeah. the state and Correct. say you're not gonna drive it. Yeah. Yeah. And pay them for something. Pay Dude, them they for will not fuck you up in your own oh, home. Yeah. And they'll it'll be on your for credit sure. for all well, no, that. Well, no, I mean, shit. It'll, it'll go against uh, like your driver's license and shit. Yeah. yeah. Right. Or, or they'll send you a fine for and then it'll fuck up. If you buy a new car and have that registered, it'll un, not run registered, but it'll fucking. Oh, yeah. It'll it, block it, it, that. It, it stays yeah. with you yeah. forever. They don't forget. They don't forget. They don't forget. Especially in California. California is the worst place in the fucking world. Oh, honest. easily. Like, it's the most beautiful place in the world, <laughs> but it's the worst place in the fucking world. Because I remember, so I bought a car in uh, 
in Minneapolis, and then I had then I moved to Oakland like six months later. Mm-hmm. wasn't planned. I just got a job, right? And my yeah. girlfriend at the time got a job there, so we moved to Oakland. And I get there, I'm like, all right, I better get this thing registered with California. And they were like, well, actually, you have to pay the difference in property tax and sales tax from Minnesota to oh, California right. to just state. to register. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. it was, it cost me twelve hundred dollars to register my fucking like a Ford Explorer. Or, yeah. I'm sorry, it yep. was uh, what was it? Was it uh, Escape Ford Escape? Oh God, it was like two years old, right? Okay, so it wasn't like a. It, Either yeah. way, it doesn't cost twelve hundred bucks to register. No, it's shit. a fucking nightmare, dude. So Help. why why am I? And it's the, their rule is it's to keep people from going to Nevada and shit to buy cars and come back and avoid paying property tax, Arizona, uh-huh. Nevada, and shit. But uh, it's a year. Yeah. No matter what the circumstances are, if you've purchased that car within the last year, you have to pay them the escalated fucking property tax. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. What the fuck? Yeah. So all of that, and, and I and I knew it, right? And I knew it for Lopez, but he's 27 years old, although he looks like he's 45, uh, and he doesn't really know it. So <laughs> I said, "Hey, man, I'm pretty adamant about this. Uh, let me do this, help you with this paperwork, and then I'll get the fuck out of there." Yeah. Uh, but I go, if we don't raise this money, I'm taking the fucking car because we actually like the car. Yeah. Um, the car is slick. The car that we got the car him is, is slick. The car that we got him is is dope, and I'm like, uh, my wife loves the car, so I'm like. Mm-hmm. We need a, a third vehicle here uh, for shit. You're not getting the goddamn car. <laughs> but donate to him. And I'll throw in 100 bucks today. Yeah, that would be great. I'll throw in 100 bucks. For, for Lopez, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd, be, yeah. that'd be awesome. Uh, but we love the guy. He does a lot for us. And then every year we, we kind of pick something new and, uh, and go from there. Is there any traditions that you do over the holidays? Uh, a lot of drugs. I do a lot of drugs. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, usually. Girlfriend, married. Where, uh, where are you girlfriend, at now? Yep, yep. Girlfriend. Um, the holidays are usually like. Kind of like an anniversary time of year, so we usually go out, go somewhere, either Sedona or Austin or somewhere that's not the prison of L.A. Yeah, where there isn't like shit on the Sedona's a good place much, to do you know mushrooms. I mean? Yeah, Sedona's a fantastic place to do mushrooms. Yeah, it's great. Take like time. Um, yeah, but done that's mushrooms usually, there probably half a dozen times. Really yeah, or LSD. LSD. Either way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Either way, it's a win-win. Mm-hmm. Oh, I actually brought a present for you. Oh, is it drugs? I brought Did a you bring drugs? Yeah, this. I did, but I don't want to give them out. Oh, uh, no, you can on Patreon. I can on, on Patreon? Yeah, Patreon. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're in my go. backpack. I don't um, give a I shit. Brought, yeah, dude, I brought, I remember uh, the last time I gave you stickers on my face, but I got you an updated sticker. Oh, is it your balls? What is it? What do you got there? Psychedelics for politicians. Oh, fuck you. Oh, look at that, dude. That's fucking great. Absolutely. This is what you need to vote for, everybody. Yeah, psychedelics. I mean, I've been living this life since I was 11 Mm -hmm. years old. Because all all these motherfuckers need drugs, dude. They do. All these motherfuckers need drugs, dude. Drugs are, uh, you know. Drugs, it's the only savior left at this point. It kind of is. It is. You know? Um, Because we're going to get into a few drug stories with you today, obviously. Mm -hmm. Uh, First one we'll start with is uh, the sphere. Oh, so, fuck, dude. Yes. You saw my post. Yeah. Me and my <laughs> yeah. wife went for our anniversary. Yeah. Uh, and we went to the sphere to see what it was and do the drugs and all the fun stuff. And then I posted exactly what you should do. Yep. I said, dude, go to the 200s. Yep. You don't want the floor seats. You don't want the thing. You no, you've got to see all of it. You've got to be panoramic. You have yeah. to be able to see Correct. it. Correct. Yeah, yeah. and, yeah. uh, and so that's why I put that in very exp- like explicit instructions yeah and it, the the shocking amount of people who have done it and then hit me up later oh, and been cool. like, hey yeah. dude this is exact you were right like yeah. thank you for telling me this yeah what was your experience like there at the sphere in vegas uh it was fucking nuts um what you didn't post about is the atrium shit mm-hmm. when you first walk in so we we did it's like westworld right it's 
Oh my god, it was fucking terrifying. These yeah. robots got facial features that mm-hmm. makes me want to do weird shit to their face. You know what I mean? Yes. Like I wanted to bend them over a couch and just dive in. Yeah. Uh, to to the robot. We did a little LSD that night, and we walked into the atrium. What's a little LSD? Uh, half a tab. Half a tab. About half Something a tab. polite like that. Something polite. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you still have manners. I so I, well. I I usually go like. Five to ten hits. Yeah, but you're Taps? yeah you're uh, you're a professional though. Like yeah. I, I like I dabble in it. Yeah. So my wife and I, I we did the same thing, but uh, just enough mushrooms, like a polite amount of mushrooms. Polite. To where nothing's yeah. fucking crazy, but you can, you're having a great time and all that other stuff. But you're stuff. not going to force your neighbor to get into a heart-to-heart. Or I'm not going to put my penis inside of the guy next to me. Right, or the I'm robot, like, which right. I really wanted to do. But I had the wherewithal to not do Well, that. we'll get to this later, but Aubrey's dad probably could have facilitated that i mean we are sure. do the animatronics at the sphere have flashlights in their ass or puss or whatever they must they're realistic they, I mean, they must. if they don't then what the fuck are we even realistic doing Bro, the Honestly. way the mouth was moving on some of these robots i try to so i went on ross patterson revolution i told the story i said look man it's like westworld and then the, the way they talk to you and their instructions yeah that are overhead you're like oh i feel like this is probably what heaven looks like yes and, and if it is by the way and that's how you're getting to and fro places mm-hmm. there. I'm in, and like if the, if it's if heaven exists and that's it, I'm in. I'm in. It's fun. The whole shit is run by AI too. I, I, it's yes. not like a person that's writing uh, the the code for like the art that's appearing on the walls mm-hmm. or like the shit that the robots are saying to you or the voice uh, coming from the speaker. It's all computer generated, which yeah. is fucking nuts. Dude. Nuts. Because that's like that that could lead to some real scary shit. You for know? sure. Uh, so we did that. We we walked in. We we're in the atrium for a little bit, and then we sat in the same spot that you said to go sit in. Yep. Um, we saw the Darren Aronofsky movie, uh, Postcard from Earth. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. what you saw when you were there? No. So I saw you too. Oh, okay, um, cool. But Darren Aronofsky directed the U two show. No shit. Yes. So Good it's the him. same director. Yeah. So I wonder how much drugs that guy does. Well, here, here's the wild thing. So if you're if you're at home and you're like, well, do I need to see you two or not see you two with the with the sphere? My answer is no, like um, because no. with, with you two, it could have been anyone up there performing. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. it was more about the visuals. The fact that it was you two and they've got a catalog of hits, yeah, was nice to hear along with the visuals, and that was great. But um, right when I came back, I had a prediction with Dan on this show of who was next, and I said, "All right, now that I've been and I've seen it, I think the next band or residency that's going to be there is probably Fish." And oh, sure enough, they just wild. signed on to do it. Cool. So Fish is going to do it. Nuts, so, dude. Yeah, that'll be a fucking trip. Fuck for yeah, sure. dude. Do you like you two? Like genuinely, are you a fan? So I was before they forced that album onto my Apple phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. De- dead serious. I feel like no nobody's ever asked for you two, and yet we get you two. We get you two, and I and I think if they would have not done the uh, is a. Dead, dead, honest assessment. I think if they not would have done that that phone thing yeah. with Apple, and they just would have lived off of being U two before that, yeah, it would have gone down probably mm. as one of the greatest rock bands of all time. Yeah, because they had a shit ton of hits. Also, mm-hmm. that Apple commercial. Yes. Oh, right, right, yes. right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dance yeah. and yeah. Yeah. yeah, all that shit. And yeah. and that's the weird thing to me of like one little mistake like that. Mm-hmm. You kind of look at him differently, where you look at Bono and you're like, you're just a cheese dick, man. For, well, for I, doing I think this. people already <laughs> kind of didn't like him, right? Well, it was he was becoming this. It weird... was hit and miss, right? Yeah, yeah, and we yeah, didn't yeah. know, and then we got too much into it, where they thought the album. Would, and I get look, if the album was great, 
I think it would have been a different story, but yeah. it, it wasn't. And then it was forced onto your phone, and we were just transitioning from iPods to phones at that point. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrong place, wrong time, wrong moment in history. You two is like taxes, bro. They creep up on you in some weird way every year. They do, you know. But if you're in, if you're ready for it. Yeah, like yeah, taxes. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you're yeah. like, all right, you're out well, move shit. Through it. You work with it, you're, and then you're pleasantly surprised right, sometimes with right, taxes. Right. And sometimes you're not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was the way I felt about it because other people were like, "Oh, do I need to see the band?" No, you no, don't. But I, I would say the the Aronofsky movie Postcard from Earth is not overrated. That shit blew my fucking mind, dude. The whole experience of the sphere itself. It's really easy to like hate on shit like that. That's it getting is. all this hype, but. Fuck, it was dope. So much fun. It was so fucking cool. And for a guy like you who does drugs professionally, yeah, I think you yeah. personally would love it. I just wonder who your partner is. Like, who do you take with with you to that? Like, when you when you're who's your drug guy? Can, who can operate at that level? Yeah, because that's um, not me. I'm I'm a lightweight. No, yeah. the, I mean the only person I know is this uh, female friend of mine. Actually, okay, that could hang mm-hmm. like that. Like, you come to be completely out of your mind and still be able to function. Yeah. In front of other people. There aren't many people that can do that. It's a skill. To be honest. So it's I've got to like I've got to get turned all the way up. Okay. For that. I can't it's not I'm not taking two grams of mushrooms to go in there. I'm taking five. Right. Yes, yeah, of course. Sure. Of course. Sure. You're on a but but, but but you need somebody who's on the same level as you. So like again, me lightweights, me and my wife did a little bits and it was a blast. Yeah. Uh, now for you. Yeah. Was she going as hard as you were? Yep. Or okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, so that's equal. Yeah. And I and Dan, I saw the same thing for you. Whoever you're going to take, make sure that mm. you're on the sequ- the same thing because you're not you're not going to want to go light. He doesn't go light. No. Yeah, and, I don't believe and it. Then in that case, like time it so that you're there, not on the come up, but mm. you're already up. Yep. Because <clears throat> when that visual hits, you do. I don't want to give it away, but when that first visual hits and it expands into everything, yep. <sighs> It's awesome. F- whole fucking life changed, it's, dude. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, and I'm in. Now, I think you went to Burning Man as well, right? I did. I left my fucking soul there. I still feel like I'm there. Um, How long ago was that at this that was point? That uh, first weekend of September, last weekend of August. Have you been to Burning Man? Have so you I, I, I haven't. Now, they've, they've asked us to go numerous times over the years. I, and I just, I don't know... If I, I if I can personally buy into the yeah. the, the 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 shits, sure, 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 sure. Uh, would you go? Do you think it's not really my scene? Yeah, but but the I, drugs I are. Think you should go. The drugs are there, for there, you though. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of. Let me let's see. I'm trying to think of a good way to explain this, um, posers. Oh, yeah, well, for, well, sure, for sure, for sure. I, but that's everywhere. Though. That yeah. that fucks with the vibe for me. You know what I sure. mean? I'd rather be like I'll go to the Grand Canyon with one or two other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. But okay, so I don't mind being in the middle of nowhere. I just don't want to be with those people with a bunch of nerds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. dressed yeah. up like it's a fucking uh, a fairy fest. Yeah, that's, like, yeah. like that's, it's two thousand one, a space odyssey out there. Like, <laughs> right, off, dude. And that's where I'm at. And then then my fear is, well, what if something happened? You couldn't get out of there. And that's exactly and that's what exactly what the fuck happened to me this year. So, dude. Tell the experience because I, I think you're the first one that's come on. Okay, who's actually been and done it, and then you actually you, you got caught in this nightmare. I feel like a refugee, bro. Yeah, I know exactly what all refugees are going through. All of them, everywhere. And I believe you. I went through that. Thank you. Yeah, and I plus think you're I should white. Be looked at as every. I know, which makes me a minority these days. Right. So I I literally am as important as. Uh, an asylum-seeking refugee. Some would say more. Some would say more important. I would say more. Mm-hmm. I would Thank say you. more important. Uh, so, Rob, I wanted to go to Burning Man for like four or five years mm-hmm. just to experience it. It's the biggest party on the planet. Yeah. Literally, the biggest party on planet Earth in all of human history mm-hmm. is 70,000 people in the middle of the desert. And I wanted to go for a couple of years, and I couldn't with tour schedules and everything. This past summer, we ended up being able to go last minute. Uh, what was 
fucked at the beginning was I had a little back injury from like a, a couple of plane flights and a fucked up kettlebell swing. And so I, I threw out my back. And we get, to, we get to Burning Man, had one good night uh, on Wednesday night when we got there. Super fun. Music, the art is fucking nuts. It's a, it was just like a really cool festival scene, if you're into the festival scene. And then Thursday, it started to rain, and everything got fucked. Because when the, it, it didn't turn to mud. It turned into like six-inch brownie batter, like nasty shit. Oh, so wow. when you walked anywhere, your feet were picking up like five pounds of sludge. And that fucked up my back even worse uh, to the point where I got a nerve damage. I got nerve damage in my back from being at Burning Man because we were trapped in our uh, little camper van, okay. which ran out of power yep. in two days. Um, we couldn't go anywhere because the, the brownie batter mud wouldn't let us walk anywhere. So we were fucked. We were stuck in there for three days. And I had to call friends whenever I got service. We lived on like uh, uh, cheese sticks and applesauce. I ended up taking a shit on my way to the porta potty because I couldn't make it. So I just like d- took a shit and it matched the, the brownie batter mud. So it was yeah, all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a nightmare. It was insane. Um, and we got out of there and I ended up, <laughs> dude, the fucking nerve damage went all the way down to my foot and I got paralysis in my foot. For like two months, holy shit! Like Daniel Day Lewis, crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. DDL, right? my left foot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, it was your right foot though. It was yeah, my right, right foot. foot. So you and him can get together then. Yeah. Since well, it's the opposite foot. It's a fun Hollywood reboot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I would make a, I would make a horror movie about the shit. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it, but it, on the whole, it, it was it was uh, on the butthole. It was fun. Mm. It was um, you know that one fun day makes me want to go back and experience it again. There's definitely like you know it's 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 camps, right? So some camps are a little more douchey and snobby, and some camps are just like people who want to hang and chill and party. Yeah. And a big part of the scene is drinking to like '80s rock music. I saw that shit everywhere, which I was super surprised by because I thought it was going to be a bunch of spiritual wannabe motherfuckers yeah. trying to bless people everywhere they go. And it wasn't? It wasn't, dude. Okay. It was cool. A, a large chunk of people that I saw out there, maybe this was just my area, but I saw like hundreds of people that were like 40 and up, blasting 70s and 80s music, drinking fucking Pabst. And pulling from bottles. All right. It was pretty rad. Okay. And then, yeah, there was also the scene of people having orgies. Chanting and Did you go to the orgy tent at all? We passed by the orgy tent, but it was too muddy, dude. I didn't want to fuck some mud. You know what I mean? Oh, to get in. To get in, yeah. Oh, it was super fucking muddy. And would... then you go in, and it's kind of muddy in there, so we didn't do it. Oh, yeah. I understand. Maybe next time, though. Yeah. Would, I, would, would I they, well, let me ask you. Would they have let you fuck your girlfriend in front of everybody? Like, how does that work? So... Uh, how it was explained was there's two rooms to to the orgy spot. Uh, room one is for people who just want to be like with the person they came with. Uh-huh. Um, but there's no watching. Like you got to get after it with the person you came with. You can't just go in there and be a voyeur. And then room number two, if you're in room number two, just by being there, that means you're down for whatever with anybody. Oh, yeah. got it, got yeah. it. So Holy that's the shit. like consent. Uh, that's actually how the studio shit. works. It's yeah. doorway, yeah, that's how doorway consent. Yep. <laughs> is, uh, <laughs> sitting at the table. You so can when fuck you walk anybody. in, yeah, I can yeah. put my penis uh, inside you anywhere just because yeah, you walked yeah, yeah. in. Yeah, because I'm here. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, whatever hole I decide, I decide. It's up to you. I got a couple. It is. I have one you don't even know about. I sure. Well, I know, I know where it's at. Yeah. It's, it's underneath that rib cage. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so on the way out, uh, did you end up walking back with the rest oh, of those dude, people? Bro, so, or did yeah. you see Chris Rock? Didn't see Chris Rock. Heard the stories. The You know what was so fucking dumb is when it started raining, They the radio, the like Burning Man radio was telling people not to leave because you're going to cause all this tire track damage to the playa and people aren't going to be able to get out. And da, 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 da. 
we fucking booked it, dude. Yeah. We got the fuck out of there. Smart. There were people getting stuck for sure. Cause you know, if you, if you have a 24 foot RV, don't drive in the mud. Mm. That's just <clears throat> common sense. But we had a 12 foot camper van with four wheel drive and some fat fucking big dick tires. So we were able to get out, uh, earlier than most people. And people were like mad at the people driving out. They were throwing mud at cars. They were throwing mud at our shit. Really? Yeah. They were like, don't disrespect the playa, man. Just wait until it all dries up. Nope. No. That would have been I'm fucking, going fucking home, dude. Ten more days, bro. Yeah. yeah. So people were there until, people usually leave on Monday. Mm-hmm. A lot of people stayed until like Wednesday and Thursday. Jesus and we Christ. got the fuck out, dude. That's too much, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, what's the heat like there? Um, because it rained, it wasn't bad. Uh, right. but usually it's probably like low hundreds at the highest. All right. So it's not like sweltering, but at night it gets pretty chilly, which is nice. Oh, okay. Nice. And nighttime is the vibe really. You know, you sleep until like four or 5 PM. Now, did people you know you because you've done so many sketches that have gone viral yeah, based yeah, on yeah. those people? Yeah. Yeah. It was, I, I also performed. Oh shit. At Burning Man. Yeah. Did you really? That was fucking rad. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. It was, we set up like I was supposed to do a big stage show, but then it started raining, so we set up a little side stage like under a tent. Yeah. Um and I'll say this about the spiritual community cuz I'm a, a part of it too and, and yeah. you know, I was raised by a single mom who was a deadhead. Uh so I grew up with whatever was floating around at dead shows just going into my body, my fucking body. Um it was fun. It was fun and they liked that shit. They liked being poked fun at. That's that, that awesome, whole space, man. which is really cool. Yeah. Except for the ones who take it personally, and that's how you know that oh, this motherfucker wants to start a cult. That's why he's mad at me. Yeah. This this fucking guy actually wants to fuck everybody's wife with yeah. a bundle of sage. You and know then what I mean? Because the, the then the dudes have to watch and like uh, you yeah. always get to fuck one of the dudes. Yeah, you got to fuck a dude. Well, that's what that's what happens first because you go to yeah. establish dominance over that guy exactly. so you can fuck his wife. Right. And right. then you carve your niche with right. your penis. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we've discussed that numerous times mm-hmm. in the past. In that. Yeah. Uh, there's just a hierarchy to it, yeah. and that's it. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Sorry about it. Maybe yes. That's how and it is. Give it eight to twelve months, and maybe you'll get to have sex with one, someone of the the, yeah. low, the low level people. The low level, yeah, but yeah, still yeah. not the wife you brought in because right. I'm definitely <laughs> still you're fucking, fucking her. her. Right. Yeah, and then when I get tired of her, she can go back to to you, and that's all great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, You got an Andrew Huberman shirt on here. Show that to camera there. Pop off of me. There you go. Look at that, dude. Isn't that fun? It's like one of those... uh, This is fucking awesome, Hispanic gang shirts. Yeah, I'm guessing he didn't make that. He did not make this. It's really (laughs) fucking It looks like it got made on the streets of South Central. It's nice, though. (laughs) It looks like you bought it right outside of uh, old fucking Raider Stadium. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) On that fucking concrete walkway bridge. Dude, I look like I'll stab any other scientist (laughs) that doesn't agree with him. Oh, that's so fucking good, dude. Uh, This was a gift from uh, Marcus and Amber Capone. They run uh, the organization vets that sends veterans overseas for psychedelic therapy to do oh, that's PTSD. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. That's sweet. So, so you're all in, dude. I'm in, bro. Yeah, I'm yeah. on board. I'm on board. Um, you know, what, been, what, what changed it for you? Because I'm always curious uh, as to that, of what changed it psychedelic-wise. Because, yeah. I mean, look, you've been on the show numerous times. You know us. Mm-hmm. Like, all this shit should be legalized, and uh, yeah. and it does work, and it does help people, and and all that other stuff. I'm not knocking it. I'm always curious, though, what's the one thing that got you in there and you were like, all right, yeah, yeah. this has really changed my life. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't uh, experiment with psychedelics until maybe like nine years ago. So it's been almost 10 years that I've been kind of experimenting with different substances for different reasons, too. Like, I I, uh, I did a shit ton of acid last year and I ended up writing a, a feature script that I'm trying to get made right now and it's really fucking trippy. So there's some creativity uh 
intention behind my approach to psychedelics. And there's also like mental health shit, dude. Cause I got the same anxiety that anybody else has trying to start a career and, um, you know, being sad that my shitty little video doesn't go viral. That's my trauma, you know? Right. Uh, but over the past 10 years, um, it's just helped every time, every time I've done like a big psychedelic experience, I come out of it with something legit that I learned about myself or my experience as a human. Um, but it's also, it's a funny space because a lot of people will do psychedelics and make that their entire fucking identity. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's a nightmare. And like, that's that's a lot of the people that we know, by the way. Yeah. And and some of them don't snap out of it, so to speak. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, some of the people who go and do ayahuasca, like it's all, Dan and I know the fucking signs every time they come on the show. Mm-hmm. We're like, all right, cool. You have about this four to six month period of like a honeymoon period of like, oh my God, the world has changed and I'm, a, yeah. I'm an awesome person. And then they go back to being a piece of shit after <laughs> that. So it's like, all right, <laughs> right, right, cool, right. man. I'm, I'm like, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, but then some people, it actually changes their lives. And then it, you're able to, to do uh, better shit for the world, like art. It does. Yeah, dude. My, my whole thing with psychedelics is like, it's not an answer. It's a tool, you know? And the job is never done until you're dead. Because that, that's the whole journey of fucking life is you, you, there is no destination besides the grave. Right. Right. So you're working on yourself your entire life. And there are so many different ways you can work on yourself and so many different tools you can use. Psychedelics is just one of those tools. And it's not for everybody. Um, and I think having the, the awareness of that can help anybody who wants to go down that path. But a lot of people will just do ayahuasca. I know this guy that uh, I sat in my first ceremony last year, first ayahuasca ceremony last year with this dude and a couple other people. And I just saw the guy like a month ago. Mm-hmm. And I asked him how he's doing. Like, has he sat in ceremony again? And I'm thinking about going back like maybe in a couple of months. And he's like, oh, yeah, man, I've, I've been in. Uh, to about 15 ever since we met. And I was Jesus like, what? Holy, Holy, shit. Holy fuck, dude. Uh, there's, what? Some, wow. there, there's something called a hedonistic calendar, right? And it's like, for, for the individual, it's a good thing to figure out like at what uh, cadence, I suppose, you need to partake, partake in that particular substance or another or whatever mm. it happens to be, right? A lot of people tune up a little bit with... Um, uh, by fasting and not doing any drugs at all, no alcohol for you know two weeks, a month before they do something like that. Then yeah. they do ayahuasca, and then they'll fucking microdose mushrooms for a couple months and then clear off of it again. But you have to know, you know, and it's p- part of it's trial and error. But you have to know, like if you're if you're not doing it with a purpose, then you're going to fucking overdo it, probably. Right, right, yeah. right. Which right. is yeah. stupid. Yeah, like, if I, your purpose is just to like it, it, find a purpose, that's mm, not really. No. The way to do it. And, no, you should and, you should go in with an intent. I mean, the yeah. first the first time is difficult, uh, which is why I think one of the reasons they do um, three or four ceremonies in a typical ayahuasca retreat. Yeah, because the first one you're just trying to fucking survive. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then the second mm-hmm. one you're like, you know what I should have done is X Y Z, and you write down a couple of bullet points that you want to think about when you go in there. Yeah, right? and, and then, you yeah. start doing the work yeah. in, in the second or third, yeah. and you start figuring out how to navigate that space of like consciousness that you're in now. Um, it's the real deal, dude. I mean, I don't encourage people to do it. I encourage people to learn about it. Yeah. Research it. Cause know? I, that's what happened to me. So that was always one of my bucket list things was to do mm-hmm. the, to do ayahuasca and all the other stuff and, uh, and kind of clear the hard drive just because I've yeah. done a lot of, of, uh, wild shit in my life, uh, like work wise. Yeah. Um, so I'm talking strictly work of just, uh, writing and producing and directing and all yeah, this other yeah. crazy shit where you're just like. I mean, at, at one point, like I, I was, I probably shot over maybe four or five hundred sketches. Yeah, I don't know how long, how many you've done, but like, 
it's a if after a Dude, while, man, you, like you get fried, yeah, fried. Yeah, and it's to the it, it got to the point where I just didn't want to do it anymore. Right? Yeah. I'm like, I can't fucking do this anymore. Mm-hmm. So I understand wanting to clear it all out. The biggest change for me of not wanting to do it then was uh, having a job that I liked, having uh, a, a wife that I have is the hottest to me that I have mm-hmm. zero desire to do anything. Allows me to talk shit on this show. I love my kids. I love my family. I love my friends. Therefore, I was like, ah, I don't think I want to fuck with it in case this brings up something that I right. don't want to deal with because everything yeah. now is is great. That's a, I've heard a similar sentiment from some friends who are like, dude, I don't, I'm scared to do it because I feel like when I'm going to come out of it, I'm going to be a completely different person. Yes. And you're. The, that's what my wife said to me. Yeah. So I don't think that's the case 99% of the time unless you're entering the space as a shitty person, like as an addict or somebody with a really dark, traumatic life or lifestyle, like mm-hmm. somebody that fucks people over or has been fucked over like a, a ton or, or is an alcoholic or a drug addict or whatever, then you're going to do a complete 180. But for somebody like you who's got a shit together, all those things that you just mentioned, they're, you're probably, I would guess, you're going to find more gratitude and love for them. And that's not really going to be what flips. Well, me, for me personally, like I hold grudges uh, yeah. bad, like for fucking ever. Uh-huh. And like, <laughs> I mean, it's worse than Santa. Like that list is more yeah. than been checked twice. The best way to describe it is like MacGruber uh, in the movie. Have you seen MacGruber yeah, in the yeah, movie? Yeah. Where he's memorizing the license plate of that guy yeah. who fucked him over <laughs> yeah, and just yeah. says it over and over again. Like yeah. I'm that guy. Yeah. Um, where I'll overanalyze whatever it is mm-hmm. a million times and then think about 46 different ways to kill that person. Sure. So therefore, I don't want any of that to come back up mm-hmm. where I'm like, oh shit. I forgot about how much I wanted to kill that fucking pool guy. Yeah, it doesn't work like that though. Mm-hmm. It might make you feel like you know you forget. I could let guy. it. Oh, I could let it go. Oh I yeah, can, I that's cannot forgive that guy or or whoever it is. Right, that, that would be <clears throat> much more the flip, especially if if that was your intention. If your intention is to like not hold on to as many grudges mm-hmm. and not want to put the fucking cue bar or cue fucking pole up the pool guy's ass. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then you might exit the space with that newfound kind of energy of being able to release that grudge. Gotcha. That's my guess. Yeah, yeah. As uh, speaking and as a non-fucking shaman. Totally. You know? um, and, uh, and for, well, let's not pretend like they went to fucking shaman yeah, I was just, school. Yeah, I was just going <laughs> to say, for somebody who's gone to shaman school. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, I, I think everything is good, and I'm in a, I'm in a spot where I'm like, eh, I'm not going to risk this right now. Sure, like, sure. Stress is about uh, you know, running a business or jobs and work yeah. and things like that are normal uh, when you're trying to do something like this. Cause I mean, you've got a wine company as, uh, mm-hmm. as well, a booze company. Like, you know how hard it is to space it out and what you need and the resources yeah. and money and all that other stuff. So yes, that's stressful. And I, I don't know what ayahuasca would do to help me with that. Unless mm-hmm. the shaman was going to give me 5 million. Yeah. And then I would, that would be really fucking helpful. That'd be super helpful. If grandmother ayahuasca just gave you fucking five mil, five mil via Zell. Totally. Yeah. Yep. Totally Unless she good. has Venmo, I don't know. I haven't asked. Either way, like PayPal is fine. Like yeah. I don't really care. Yeah. Uh, but unless it's that, mm, nah. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'm, I'm going to stay away for for a while, and yeah, then I'll uh, let yourself be called to it. Right. There is something to there. That's there it. That is real. That is real. A lot of people think that that's kind of woo woo bullshit, but there is an element of being called to certain experiences. And I didn't partake in ayahuasca until I really felt 
called. It kept crossing my path. I would hear people talk about mm-hmm. it randomly in front of me that I didn't even know, pop up in videos, whatever. Um, and then I would listen to like a long form podcast about it and, and hear somebody's experience. And I felt like, fuck, yeah, my left brain has been taking over my life lately. Like at, when I did it, it was to kind of quiet and quell that left brain thinking that you were sure. describe that logistic fucking helter skelter yeah. doing shit at a million miles an hour type energy. Um, I wanted to figure out how to kind of control that a little bit better. And well, you look, you look great. Thanks, um, bro. I've been doing peptides. Is that what it is? <laughs> That's you part look of fucking it. awesome. Thank and I'm you, like, Doc. all right, well, maybe it's all this shit. And I'm like, cool, dude. It was, uh, you got a lot eggs, of dude? big workout sludging out of the fucking uh, desert. Yeah, after that was most too, of it, yeah. bro. It was mostly <laughs> getting out of the nice, shit storm. Nice lower body man. workout. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, look, you, you know how hard the lifestyle is for, yeah. for comedy and all that other shit. So like sometimes you see people like, Gary Faust, you know, mm-hmm. Gary was on. just like, man, because we usually go over like what the show title is or whatever. And I was like, it's the world's biggest piece of shit. Like, yeah, that's Gary. And like, dude, we were shitting. And he looked awful Gary. on the show and I told him and it was great. And I was just like, yeah, dude. Bro, I is- love Gary Faust so fucking much. So I did a, um, a commercial with Hop Dottie, you know, the mm. burger joint. Restaurant. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Gary was I, I brought him onto the crew for that. And we were we had a late night. One of the nights this past summer. And we were talking about a shot that we needed to get. But in order to get the shot, we had to like break into this space or like do something illegal. And we're trying to figure out who was going to do that thing to Uh allow us to get the shot. And Gary goes, man, fuck it. I'll do it. I'm not scared to go back. And somebody was like, (laughs) back where? And he goes, prison, pussy. (laughs) I fucking died, bro. I love that. Uh, Doesn't care at all. Yeah. And uh, won't be alive for four or five. I I think you said, what did he say? His overrunner was four or five years Clock's ticking. Let's just say that. Clock's ticking. Enjoy him. Yeah. Enjoy him. Clock's ticking on Gare Bear. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But I love him and I'm a big fan. Yeah. I uh, always love your work. What are you up to these days? Are you touring? What are you doing? Yeah, dude. So I have uh, my debut comedy special coming out. Um, I was going to release it in January, but uh, then started talking to a distribution company that I can't quite announce yet, which sure. is kind of lame. But uh, they want to release it in like mid or early March. Okay. Um, so I'll be updating more around that time, but I'm fucking stoked on it. It's uh, it's an hour. It's my hour special. It's the first one. That That's done. great. In 10 years of doing stand-up. Yeah. Is it a, is it a lot of uh, impressions? Do you it's have a lot of impressions be, in it? No, it's a lot of like straight stand-up, but I, I wanted to do something different because I feel like every stand-up comedy special looks the same these days. Yeah. And I'm really visual. I come from like the visual sketch comedy trippy uh, style sure. world. Um, so there's a lot of like visual effects, cutaways to sketches and characters. And it's kind of like, uh, did you ever watch Nick Kroll's special? Nick Kroll had a special when he first came out yes. where he yep. did a bunch of like character cutaways and shit. Yeah. Um, so Interstitials. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that because when you watch a comedy special, there's always something lost. When you're, when you're live watching comedy, you, you have this, um, this immediacy of, of like surprise of what's happening. But when you're watching it on TV, that's removed because you know that everything already happened, like kind of subconsciously. Yeah. So I tried to kind of re-energize the special with visual elements and, and effects and sounds and, and character things. And you'll see when it's out in like two months. But um, I'm fucking stoked on it, man. That's yeah. awesome, dude. Because yeah, you're, cool. you're one of our favorites. You have been for years. Thank you, bro. Uh, and then we always look ahead. So mm-hmm. for, for comedy... 
uh, in particular in writing all these years and years for for studios and books and all that other bullshit. Yeah. Uh, I always look ahead and try to figure out what the trend is. Yeah. Uh, for 2024, obviously, it's the easy one of the election. Um, yeah. Are you working on Trump and Biden? And hundred percent. Okay. And I'm, I really want to do an RFK impression, but that's going to take. I don't know if I'll keep well, my vocal cords after that. Do you know, you know? who uh, was on the who was on the Tyler Tyler Fisher? Fish. Yeah. Oh, Tyler, love Tyler. Yeah, did you do an RFK impression? Have you seen it? Yeah. No. Is it good? Go. Hey, pull up. Uh, He's Bob, fantastic. I pull love up Tyler. my Instagram. I'd never heard one. Cool. At all. And then we were I'm just joking with him on the show when we were live. Yeah. And he goes, uh, he goes, oh, you know, I I opened up for him, and I was like, what? And he was wearing the RFK hat. I was like, oh, get yeah, the fuck yeah, out of yeah, here. Yeah. And I go, uh, I go, do you do an RFK? Because I've never heard an RFK from anyone. Me neither. He, he dropped the, the greatest one ever. There it is. Uh, play the volume there. Brent, you've been on the show before. You know we got some sponsors to put the shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, GoSpit.com forward slash drinking bros. 50% off. Every item in the entire store, it is the largest savings in the history of their company. It does not get better than this, kids. 50% off. Mattresses, sheets, pillows, adjustable bases, you name it. Everything is 50% off with the promo code Drinking Bros at checkout. Plus, when you do check out, you're going to see a three-year pay-as-you-go program. No interest as long as you have decent credit over there. When you check that box, guess what, kids? That 50% deal is still there over three years. Stretch it out. Buy yourself everything you want, dude. I'm not saying you go back to college again and just load up a credit card, but if you were going to, now's the time to do it. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Use that promo code, stretch it out over three years. I'm telling you, man, now's the time to get a brand new bedroom set right before 2024, before the, the world burns over there. Next up, we got firstform.com forward slash drinking bros talking about those micro factors, dog. I love them. I love them. I'm one of those dummies who uh, forgets to take vitamins here and there. I uh, used to have a bunch of jars on my counter. Oh, take two of these, take one of these, take four of these, take nine of these. Fuck off, okay? Can you just design me something simple and easy that separates it so I can take one little packet and move on with my life? Well, first form has done it. The Micro Factors is a nice little plastic pouch. Pops open in a cardboard box. Sits right on my desk right next to my computer every day. Says, hey, dummy, take your vitamins. Because uh, let's face it, we don't eat the way we should or work out the way we should all the time. Shit, I didn't get to go to the gym today. I'm pretty pissed off about it. But at least I feel better about my life because I'm taking some vitamins. Uh, what's in them? Got the antioxidants, the CoQ10s, the multivitamins, the fruits and veggies, the probiotics to get that system going, and the EFAs. You're good to go. That's it. One pouch of these, and uh, and you're you're pretty much good on vitamins for the day. You should be taking up other supplements as well. Peruse the catalog over there at firstform.com forward slash drinking bros. Try their energy drinks, best in the biz. They're always sold out at my Gold's Gym over there. Uh, huge fan of First Form. Lucky to have them on 
uh, our program here. Go to firstform.com slash drinking bros today. Grab those micro factors or anything else in their catalog over there and just know you're going to get free shipping on orders over $75. Next up, we got manscaped.com. Promo code drinking bros gets you 20% off plus free shipping over there. Ho, ho, ho. Gentlemen, get ready to jingle and deck your balls this holiday with the help from our friends over at Manscaped. The leaders and below the waist grooming have just launched their performance package 5.0 Ultra, but I like to call it the small gift for your big package. Featuring Santa's number one helper, the Lawnmower 5.0. Manscaped can guarantee you'll be stuffing more than just your stock in this season. Let your ornaments shine and enjoy 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com with the promo code Drinking Bros. Mrs. Claus will thank you. Uh, that performance package 5.0 Ultra. It's it's a beautiful thing. It's the one-stop shop for holiday gifting perfection, in my opinion. Uh, it includes the trimmer down there for the, yep, the old nethers uh, down there. It's got the Weed Whacker 2.0 ear and nose hair trimmer. Uh, it's also got those uh, Manscaped 2.0 boxers, which is nice. And they got the Shears 3.0 nail grooming kit. Uh, big fan of Manscaped.com. They've been on the program for years. Love all their products. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code Drinking Bros at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use that promo code Drinking Bros to give the gift of Manscaped this holiday season. Last but not least, we got hardafseltzer.com. We are live in eight states, Florida, Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama, uh, North Carolina, Ohio, and Texas is opening up uh now this weekend i don't know head on over to total wines in austin bang on their doors where it is where is it where's the hard af seltzer over there uh we're available all throughout the southeast and every single total wines down there columbus ohio is now rocking with over 80 locations up there and we're all the way up in toledo look man if you're at home and you want uh hard af seltzer in any of your locations real quick i'll, I'll run down the list here so if you're in ohio Hit up Heidelberg Distribution say, look, I want this in my package store. I want this in my grocery store. I want it in all my things. Please put it in there, and they'll do it. Uh, Tennessee, best brands. Great. Do it. Uh, Wyndham Distributing in, uh, in North Carolina down there. Sunshine Distribution in Florida. And then uh, Crown, Georgia Crown down there in Alabama Crown. Uh, same company down there in Georgia and Alabama. Love those guys. Down in Texas, it's favorite brands. So go in there and say, hey, Joshua Baguettes, get me some hard AF seltzer, my bars or restaurants, and they'll do it. They'll do it, all right? Uh, we're also uh, available in every single Piggly Wiggly down there in Alabama. Check out that one in Birmingham, Alabama. And as I mentioned earlier, Total Wines. We're in uh, pretty much every store in the southeast down there for Total Wine. Love those guys. Uh, thanks for having us down there. Uh, and if you're not in one of those eight states or surrounding states, we'll still ship right to your house at hardafseltzer.com. Or if you are in one of those states or one of the surrounding states, just click on the store locator, enter your city, your zip, and head to the store nearest you. Support us and support the show by going to hardafseltzer.com today. 
It's uh, at ST James, ST James on Instagram. Something in his throat, you know? Like that's so. Yeah. When I watch him, I kind of like, I want him to cough because, you know, Dr. <laughs> should be thrown in the jail. Excuse me, I have something caught in my throat. I have a pubic hair caught in my throat. <laughs> I am a Kennedy, so I've eaten a lot of box in my day. <laughs> That's Marilyn Monroe's pubic hair. She gave me a head when I was four years old. <laughs> and, uh, pulling out a braid of pubic hair. <laughs> ah, fuck. So, Dude, if so we good. could pair you guys yeah. up together and then do the three, because, uh, you know, for SNL... Oh, I'll come back and do my Biden. Uh, you, because for, <laughs> for SNL, sure. that's what they're usually looking for in election yeah. years. Um, I don't know if you ever auditioned for it or any of that stuff. I did years ago. So I did during yeah. an election year, because you did... Uh, mm-hmm. It was... It was uh, Obama, so it was in 08. Nice. It was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but uh, so they were looking for Obamas at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is the time to sharpen it up. And I told him, I was like, bro, yeah. if SNL doesn't hire you for this because no one can do an RFK no Jr. impression, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah. they're missing out because they're missing out already. So much gold to mine for out, sure. of, out of RFK. For sure. Bro, if I could create this, the cast list for SNL. It would be all people you know. Oh, of course. It'd be him, yep. uh, Ryan Long. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Nick- uh, we just played a Ryan Long video yeah. the other day. The one, the one where the racist and the woke guy are going to agree on everything. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. one of the best guys Did you see the actor who doesn't know if he should support Israel or Palestine? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Fucking yeah, insane. Yeah. 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 And, it's, and it's true. Like, they just stopped uh, Alec Baldwin last night in the streets yeah. in New York. Did you see <laughs> Did him? They? Oh. Surrounded him and uh, they were like demanding him to support some shit. Demanding him to go to Hollywood and tell his Hollywood friends to stop supporting Israel. And he goes, he goes, what? He goes, get away from my gun is loaded. Oh, he starts going nuts. Really? Video was great, but he was in this. He's justified where he was just like, what am I as a Christian actor going to do? For Jews and Muslims, like we're in three different religions. What the fuck am I supposed to do about (laughs) it? Like. and uh, and it was great to see. Yeah. Uh, who else is on that list? Uh, Nikki Howard, the girl I do a lot of videos Love with. Love her. The yep. girl with the black hair? Bra- black yes, hair. Yep, yes. yep, yep. She's fantastic. Um, uh, Chloe Feynman is already on SNL. She's Chloe, good, Chloe's she's already on. Mine. She has yeah, she's, so she's many great impressions. Dude, nuts. Crazy. Nuts. Yeah. Vincent Marcus is really good. She's too. the most talented one of them. Vincent Marcus is actually on episode one of Drinking Bros, was he? Or uh, three. 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 Oh, three. three. Yeah. I, that's yeah. how that, we've been yeah. friends with Vincent they for with, eight years. They fucked with him for cool. the whole show. So Jared knew him, yeah. and Vincent did the entire show in a fucking Australian accent <laughs> until, the, until the end. Well, he, and here's the issue. So we were recording in two separate locations. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, it was before Zoom. Yeah, there was no Zoom. Oh, so it was so all I audio. didn't get to see him, and I just thought it was Jared's buddy from this Australian, from the Australian military. That's hilarious and so he kept doing the thing and everything else and i was like hey man at the end once we were off air i was like hey man thanks for being here you're a great guest and everything else and he was like he finally breaks yeah he goes are you you fucking with me (laughs) what and i'm like i'm like jared who is that and he goes that's the guy that's that's the guy from nuke the ruse and i was like wait what that's the australian guy he goes it's vincent it's vincent you know me motherfucker and i'm like oh my god but i didn't get to see him and he stayed in character in a full Australian accent Amazing. for 90 minutes. I love that shit, dude. So I never got to, yeah. to know until like the last two minutes of the show. I mean, it was fucking wild. Yeah. So we love Vincent. Yeah, he's great. I would love to do a, a Gavin Newsom impression on the show, on, oh, on SNL. fucking awesome. Um, but they're too, like, that's the issue with a lot of mainstream comedy is they're, they, they've gotten scared to dig at people. Right. They've gotten scared. <laughs> Even the shit that people, like on, a, on mainstream comedy shows, when they poke fun at the left uh, it's like they're being 
cool and self-aware and like, look at us. We know how silly we are. Mm. But there's no fucking edge to it. There's no bite to it. Yeah. No. Um, Because right now, let's face it, Hunter Biden should be the guy and that should be the superstar of of SNL. The fact that they haven't brought in like a former cast member or a celebrity to play Hunter Biden every single Saturday. Right. Like they normally would have, right? Right. Like bringing Tina Fey back to do Sarah Palin or whatever, right? The fact that they haven't do Like, come on, man. What the fuck? By the way, this is proof right here, this clip, that they're they're more than capable of it. So, hey, uh, this is the best. By the way, the only funny shit that happens regularly on uh, is Weekend Update when they swap jokes. When they swap jokes, that's the only thing, but the rest... Because this past week, there's this one, the Christmas one that he's about to do, which is super funny, and then... Scarlett uh, Johansson, the Scarlett Johansson joke? Well, I mean, not not only the Scarlett Johansson joke, but the fact that they had a civil rights black that civil rights leader nuts, sitting next to him for, to yeah. Colin for the yeah. entire thing. It was amazing. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And that's what it used to be about. Right. And they don't do it anymore. And I don't really understand. And for me personally, and I've told the audience this one blue in the fucking face, there is so many people like you who are so talented that could bring this show back to life that it, all of this is unnecessary to to do the fucking shit that they're doing now. I know. That I just don't under fucking stand it. But uh, play these clips because occasionally you're right. Like yeah. this is what it should be. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'll just play the last one because yeah. it's kind of long. But this 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 joke, it's just a perfect representation of this. That's a great message. Wow. That was a great message. Wow. That's a great message. People can find you on Instagram. That's cool. (laughs) New York State now allows movie theaters to serve alcohol, which is how I'm finally able to enjoy my wife's little art movies. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) That's worse. I'm kidding, honey. I love all of your movies. And if you ask me, you're an even better Black Widow than Coretta Scott King. (laughs) 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 Holy shit. Yes, dude. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and then to close it with that joke as well, it's like, fantastic. It's great. I, I mean, it, the whole show could be that. Yes. You know, I would, I would also bring JP in as a writer. Mm. Yep. Um, I was just with him yesterday, and we shot a couple videos that, like, oh, I, that would be in my. If I were submitting a writing packet mm-hmm. to that show, we shot a sketch yesterday that'll be out probably by the time this airs uh it's well, uh, this airs tonight oh great yeah. okay then we're, we're, live, we're actually live right days. now oh fuck yeah okay yeah, great yeah, yeah. at brent pell on instagram um yes. this will be out in like a couple days it's a christmas commercial from lockheed martin no way yeah with a discount on war for the whole family because <laughs> we're close enough already well you know you could have played for children you could have played uh, do they know it's christmas after all by you too. Right. By you too. <laughs> while they're dropping bombs on Yemen. By you too, dude. <laughs> right. in, in the, the bombs go off. The, the bombs have like the fucking uh, melody. Uh, 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 mistletoe hanging off the end. God, dude. <laughs> I mean, to this day, that's still the most racist Christmas song of all time. Do you know it? Uh, how's it go? He goes to Africa. You two goes to Africa, and then they're they're taught they're because they're poor and black, and they live in Africa. 
do they even know it's Christmas after all? Like, oh my God. Yeah. Didn't I South Park we, do a parody of that? Like the Patre- British yeah. and Dutch colonies probably know. We're on Patreon, okay. so who cares? That's Let's play, play, a, play a clip of it, Bob. We're on Patreon. That's yeah. wild. But like, that's the type of shit that I would want to see. And they could do that. So yeah. here's one more thing I saw. Uh, SNL did a fantastic fucking sketch a couple of weeks ago. Um, I think it was earlier this season. It was a parody commercial mm-hmm. for a new um, prescription drug called COVID. Feel like you don't want to go into work today? Right. <laughs> Take some COVID. Yeah. Get a little sick, but nothing bad is really going to happen. Uh-huh. And I was like, fuck, if this had come out in 2020, it would have been so goddamn perfect. I know. But they waited three years, and then I read through the comments, and bro, the amount of like anger that SNL fans <laughs> had because they were poking fun at COVID – it like it, it's all these far left fucks that you gotta just you gotta check out of the comments you gotta just make the comedy I know, and, and then but, live and your life it's, and it's it's a bummer because I think SNL and mainstream comedy shows are bowing to the people who leave those leave those absolutely. types of comments absolutely yeah, but do you do you read your comments I don't read the comments uh, Dan I, does I'll read mm-hmm. comments on on videos where I'm doing something new and I want to like see the feedback like if it's a new impression yeah. Or if it's like a big like cinematic piece, I want to see if people are digging it. But otherwise, no, I can't yeah. fuck comments, dude. Yeah, me neither. Because yeah. uh, that way, at least I can wake up and do the show how I want to do it every day. And be yeah, like, and fuck right, off. Cool. I got enough people that like me. I don't need to know about the people that don't. Same. You know? Same. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and play the, uh, is this the South Park version of it? It's not really. I don't know what you're referencing on the South Park version. Like, they don't. No, so the, it's a real song. Just type in U2, do yeah. they know it's Christmas know after yeah. all. Yeah. Um, and they've got a music video for it. Uh, but we'll, we'll just <laughs> play so the song for it. Yeah, man, it's just—it's so out of touch. And I think yeah. George, George Michael might be in it, and some other people. There was a, there was a bunch of other celebrities in it. Um, and you were like, "My God, dude! Yep, just because you live in Africa, <laughs> do they know it's Christmas after all?" Can you get up some volume? There we go. Look at—they're all showing up. They probably just got off the private Sting. jet. Oh Sting. my God! It's Christmas time. Do you know who this guy is? Who is is that George Michael? This was like their We Are the World. Is that a younger George Michael? No, that's not George Michael. No, right? Oh, yeah, that's Boy George, obviously. That looks like every liberal today. Yeah. That looks like half the people that live in LA. Oh shit, Bill Collins, the drummer. That's George. There we go. I thought he yeah. was straight then too. <laughs> I really did. Thought that guy right there was yeah. straight. As a kid, I was a kid, dude. I didn't know. I was like, that's just a straight man. That's George straight Michael. Man. Yeah, masculinity. Duran Duran, Simon LeBon, Fox. They were on the show. Duran Duran was on the yeah. show. Yeah. Oh, that's sick. I hated it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? They're all white. They're all white. They're, and they're the whitest type of white. They're oh, transparent. Yeah. There's Bono. I guess he felt guilty for wearing glasses, so it's the first time he was wearing sunglasses inside. <laughs> Which is ironically, he should be wearing them with all these white people around the fucking life. God. There won't be snow in, in Africa, Africa this, this Christmas. Christmas. There sure won't, Holy dude. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, bro. We don't talk about this enough, dude. And it's the greatest gift that they could they could give them. <laughs> Did she all just hold up the squirt? Half the gay community. <laughs> and, 
can of squirt, dude. A can of squirt. <laughs> Maybe that's where uh, Kendall Jenner got it from. No, it's <laughs> Christmas after all. Oh, man, oh, dude. Fuck. There you go. Dude. I mean, is that... Imagine that if you, if you drop that today with oh. an all-white super group of, of uh, British singers there. There was yeah. no Americans in that, was there? Uh, have you not seen the 2014 version? 2014. Which they one did was a, that? They did a 30-year anniversary. No same shit. same people? Did they get any No, nah, it's like Ed Sheeran. And yeah, there's some black people in this one. Yeah, so uh, I don't want to see, see that. That's, right. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. You lost us at black you people. You lost us at yeah. black. Seal. Okay. Yeah, black as it gets. The, the, the joke was that it was all the white people saying that the black people didn't know it was Christmas there. <laughs> that's so insane. Because there was no How snow in Africa. <laughs> We bring it up every year around this time because we don't want people to forget. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. dude, don't forget. Never forget. About this one. There are two things you should never forget. Yeah. And uh, this is play the this, first one. Wait, what's this, the other one? This is uh, South Park bringing Christmas Hope to Hope Solo's Asshole. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Hope Solo's Asshole is the greatest. Yeah. We, we never forget show. because it's the beginning of every show. Right. Sure is. Okay, children, let's take our seats. Today we're going to learn how different cultures around the world celebrate the holiday season. Now pay attention. I heard there is no Christmas in the silly Middle East. No trees, no snow, no Santa Claus. They have different religious beliefs. They believe in Muhammad and not in our holiday. And so every December I go to the Middle East and say... Hey there, Mr. Muslim. Merry fucking Christmas. Put down that book, the Koran, and here's some holiday wishes. In case you haven't noticed, it's Jesus's birthday. So get off your heathen Muslim ass and fucking celebrate. (laughs) (laughs) There is no holiday season in India, I've heard. They don't hang up their stockings, and that is just absurd. They never read a Christmas story. They don't know what Rudolph is about. And that is why in December I'll go to India and shout. Hey there, Mr. Hinduist. Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> Drink eggnog and eat some beef and pass it to the missus. In case you haven't it's noticed, insane. it's Jesus' yeah. birthday. What year was so this, Bob? Late 90s. Probably like 99. Nice. Dude, I will say the show it was fun back then. Bro, right, you can cut it. I- I don't think South Park is still doing it. Uh, still to this day. Did you see their recent special? They're like 50 minute special about Disney. Here's what changed my entire outlook on South Park and, and what they've done was that doc. Um, I watched that doc on Comedy Central about it. That was, Six days to air. What was it called? Six, Six days, days to air. air. Yeah. Really I mean, good. to be that, because here, here's the thing is like to be that rich. Yeah, you typically start to lose focus in your work and don't really care about the product and everything else. To see them just absolutely fucking agonizing over every single yeah. joke, minute, everything. Yeah. Yeah. To make one episode out of the fucking 2,000 they've done. Right. That's what it takes to be great, though. It, right. it is. You know what I mean? People it don't is. get it. That's that's why people in, in those kind of environments are either uh, sociopaths or they need to go do ayahuasca sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, for sure. Like oh, for sure. Your, your brain gets literally addicted to that level of, of adrenaline and cortisol. That's and what if you Kobe had. Yeah. yeah. If, you don't, if you don't do something about it from time to time, like you won't be able to function as a human being anymore. Yeah. And, I, and I think for us, like, um, you know, we've done close to 2,000 on here. We're very close to it with, with thick news and all that stuff. I think me personally, it's 3,500 total, including all, all the other shit. If I have a Crazy. bad show, I feel 
awful. I'm pissed off the rest of the day. I'm pissed off at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I just want to get up and do some a good one the next yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, the, the following and everything you have is, is because people trust you enough that, hey, dude, I'm going to listen to you every day and it better be fucking awesome. Right, right, because right. Because you're somebody else's entertainment for the day. And so I value that. And the fact that I was able to watch that doc and, and see that they're very similar, mm-hmm. although there's a, a difference of about, uh, I don't know, $500 million in the bank account <laughs> than <laughs> yeah. myself and, yeah. and Mr. Parker and Mr. Stone. But they're, they're still doing it. But I like the work ethic, dude. They're completely independent. I mean, they air on Comedy Central, but they are totally autonomous. But yeah. that was yeah. carved into their deal. They were one of the first to do it. And uh, to my knowledge... No one is and has been able to do it since, I, except for Ryan Murphy and Netflix. Oh, that was yeah. the only one yeah. where they were like, hey, go ahead and do whatever you want. Do we're not going to get you any notes. Yeah, yeah dude. These so. guys, Trey, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, they just they keep their fucking knife sharp, dude. Mm-hmm. That special that they just put out that was roasting Disney for making everything gay. That, everything is gay. Yeah, everything's right. gay. Put a now. chicken in yeah, it. Put a chicken yeah. in it. Make it gay. Yeah. Yeah. Is that all, what, that's all what everything is. Yeah. yeah, but so that that's. If you take yourself seriously in any way and you're doing comedy, if if there are any sacred cows on mm-hmm. your menu, then you will eventually become a piece of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Like yeah. because society yeah. will turn to a point where that's the thing to roast and you'll refuse to do it. Right. Yep. But they've right. they've crossed that peak in that valley multiple times, mm-hmm. right? With, with um, Isaac Hayes and Scientology. Oh he, yeah. He straight up told him he was going to leave the show. Day one character, he said, Strip told him he was going to leave the show if they did that episode. And they were like, well, fuck you. No <laughs> yeah. way. Oh, I didn't yeah, know yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's happened multiple. That's not the first one. It's happened multiple times. They've had disputes yeah. with uh, the. Um, well, the church itself. Well, um, the remember, church itself. Yeah, they the tried. To, they're like, sue and, me, sue yeah. me, or whatever. Yeah. But it's like they had disputes with network heads before, and they were like, we'll just fucking quit the show. Do it somewhere else. Yep. And uh, Comedy yep. Central's like, no, let's let's renegotiate. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> we can't afford to lose the only show that works. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, dude. They are. They. As a matter of fact, they, Comedy Central is only still active right now because of the revenue they're generating from South Park being leased out to to HBO. That's the only way they're staying afloat. Yeah. Right and, now. and clips Literally. online. Yeah. Literally. So the all their way. clips online they own, and because they're so viral. You get so many views. It's like a, it's like Drake getting streaming numbers yeah, at this point, yeah. where you're just like, it's oh, printing right, printing money, printing money for those guys, yeah. and uh, and they did it right. In my opinion, in the last, let's just take 20, 25 years here. I think uh, those guys, the guys from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, yeah, because um, they do whatever the fuck they want as Dude, well. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They get very few notes there. Mm-hmm. Um, Key and Peel. Where it just completely changed the game. Yep. Uh, and because I, I told this story in the past, the year that I was up for SNL for the Obama thing, uh, they, were getting, they were asking for white people to do it. Uh, and oh. he was already doing the best Obama there was yeah. over at Funny or Die. And it was just like, well, that's the dude. And that was the year they took Fred Armisen, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a white guy. And they made <laughs> right. fucking brown. And so it was like, yeah. cool. But then he started his own show. And in yeah. my opinion, at that time, that. Key and Peele blew away SNL. Yeah. So I couldn't wait to watch Key and Peele on a, mm-hmm. on a weekly basis. Yeah. And that and today, uh, internet comedians blow away SNL. Oh, 100%. Oh, on a weekly yeah. basis, yes. bro. Easily. Yeah. Dude, For the past easily. four years, yeah. it's been like my secret goal to put some shit out by Friday uh-huh. that'll beat SNL. And, and I've done it. And so has Nikki, and so has Ryan, and so has Tyler, yeah. and so has JP, and all these other people. Um, and it's it's really fucking cool to see because there's no limits on the shit that we do. And can I tell you, having uh, so I've got friends on SNL currently, right? Cool. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and I asked them maybe two or three years ago. They've been on for a while at this point. 
I go, what's the what's the biggest challenge for the the shit, right? Uh, and they go, trying to beat the internet comedians. No shit. Yep. And really? They, they all know. All cool. of them fucking know. Yeah, cool. because there's no standards and practices on fucking right. TikTok and Instagram. Right. right. I don't have to fucking ask somebody if I can do my joke. I just right. I, I right. think of it, and minutes later, I could be filming that yep. shit. And, and then a, another friend of ours who's been on the show multiple times and is a writer, uh, <laughs> they'll, they'll bring her in for like holiday specials and things with like the big guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said that's the other bitch of it too. Is not trying to duplicate what somebody did online in yeah. fear of yeah, yeah. somebody's going to put those sketches side by side right. and then call you out and be like, no, that was fucking Brent's sketch. Yep. Where I'm sure you've watched it and you probably looked at it and you were like, motherfucker, I did that already. Yep. Oh, yeah. 100%. But I did it better. Right. So I feel good about it. So I don't need to make a fuss because I'm like, ah, my shit was better. Yeah. yeah you know? Yeah. I did, I did <laughs> this, uh, uh, I've, and I've rushed a couple times to get a, get a sketch out before SNL does. I did this one a couple of weeks ago that was... Um, uh, our grandmother, there was this old woman on a hospital bed mm-hmm. uh, and it was me and Nikki's like grandmother and we had to decide whether or not to pull the plug or to um, allow her to keep uh, living as a vegetable because that's the best way that she would be able to get into office as a politician. <laughs> so do we pull the plug or do we support her campaign for Congress? Um, and we put it out and then there was some, that week there was some SNL sketch about like old people but it was just not sharp, dude. Yeah. Like, there's, it's almost just like, like Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah. Which would have been a funnier joke than what they did. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, dude. And like, even making fun of Joe Biden on that show and and on other mainstream shows, like the late night shows today are ass. Uh, they'll they'll be it's, gone within five years. Man, all of them will be gone Fuck, within five dude. years. Make even fun Jimmy of Fallon, shit, dude. I liked Jimmy Fallon too, and it's like it seems so canned now that I, I yeah. Can't, I can't Fallon do it. has his own. I I'm cool with Fallon because like he. Clearly, just wants to be silly guy that can be be funny to six year olds and sixty year olds. Yeah, and that's fine. I think that is needed. Same pe- here. People in the Midwest got to laugh. You know I, what I'm I mean? I'm just not into it anymore. Where I used to not watch it, it every right. yeah, night. Yeah. yeah, but but then on the other end of the spectrum, you have like Kimmel and Colbert, Bro. which are like, dude, are y'all even people anymore? It, it's not even comedy though. Hey Bob, no. they're not even doing comedy anymore. No, Bob, Bob play that fucking uh, yeah, that Johnny Carson thing you sent me. Yeah, dude, Bill Burr was on Kimmel recently. and he Oh, talked, how did that go? <laughs> he said, bro, liber- liberals are so fucking stupid. You fucking liberals are so fucking stupid because you gave Trump exactly what he wanted and then you impeached him and you gave him even more fucking ammo and Kimmel's just sitting there like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like super nervous and uncomfortable. Yeah, and the, sa- the same way that fucking uh, Col- Stevie Colbert was nervous when Jon Stewart was like, you know, they made all exactly. this shit up, right? Yeah. Exactly. He goes, oh, exactly. oh, no, he goes, yeah. no, they made it up. It's yeah. all made it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a clip from Johnny Carson. Uh, He's what? being interviewed by someone else. It's not yeah, from towards the, show. the end of his career. Uh, Barbara Walters, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. yeah. Okay. When you come out and do your monologues, which are really based on what you've read, do you go home and worry about things? Do you worry about this country? Are there things that really bug you that you can't say in the year? Uh, you're going to get serious, aren't you? A little bit. Mm-hmm. I think one of the dangers, if you are a comedian, which basically I am, if you start to take yourself too seriously Mm. um, and start to comment on social issues, your sense of humor suffers somewhere. I've seen other people, whose names I won't mention, who Mm -hmm. do humor. And then somewhere along the line, they start to want to make their views known. I try to do it humorously. Mm 
uh, I try not to, uh, and we've had some criticism on the show. Some critics over the years says, well, the show has no great sociological value. It's not controversial. It's not deep. The Tonight Show basically is um, to amuse people, to make them laugh. Do you get sensitive about the fact that people say he'll never take a serious controversy? Well, I have an answer to that. I said, now, tell me the last time that Jack Benny, Red Skelton, uh, any comedian, used his show to do serious issues. That's not what I'm there for. Can't they see that? But you're not... Why do they think that just because you have a Tonight Show that you must deal in serious issues? That's a danger. It's a real danger. Once you start that, you start to get that self-important feeling that what you say has great import. And you know, strangely enough, you could use that show as a forum. You could sway people. And I don't think you should as an entertainer. Now, that's yeah. about 35 or 40 years old. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and he's 100% correct. And I think when you are making these decisions of, of who you are going to be, uh, either as a comedian or, or a host or, or of a podcast or whatever it's going to be in that world, uh, once you cross that line, mm -hmm. you better be prepared that that's going to be your life. And either you're going to lose a segment of your audience or you're going to gain a segment and, and that's it. Once you start trying to straddle it, and mm -hmm. say, well, I want people from the right or the left or, or, or whatever, that's the danger in it uh, because then it's too safe and then it's something else. Right. Um, and when we started this, uh, my manager in particular was like, hey, man, you keep hanging out with the fucking Black Rifle guys. Um, <laughs> you're going to – and I was like, well, it's a new – in that point, it's a brand new company too. Right, like, right, right. It's out of the fucking basement. And it was just – and they were like – you know, and I was like, no, why don't you tell me what it is? And I knew what he was going to yeah. say. You know, well, you know, conservative and guns and you're gonna get labeled and all that other. You're yeah. going to get and you're not going to. And I was like, cool, man. Yeah, I, I know what it is. But yeah. this is also what I want to talk about and uh, and politics and all that other stuff. So like the the people that I lost. I don't really care. Um, you know, the, ho Dude, the Hollywood I love friends losing people, the Hollywood friends that I lost. Yeah. Great. I, I don't fucking care. Sure. 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 Yeah. Um, but it is a choice and I've seen, I have other friends who are still in it at a high level mm -hmm. and they're like, Hey dude, I agree with you. I just can't say any of that shit in public. Which sucks, dude. Because right. you should, if you're an entertainer or a comedian, this is my opinion, if you're an entertainer or a comedian, uh, you should have the ability and the enthusiasm to reflect on society. That's the whole archetype of the court jester mm -hmm. is that you don't, you're not the source of knowledge and, and wisdom. You're the source of a reflection towards society to, to, to expose the bullshit and the absurdity of what's happening. You're a caricaturist. You're a yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, and it, and that is your is. role. You, but people like Kimmel and Colbert and some others, and I know I'm never going to get invited on those shows, but I don't fucking care because I got a YouTube channel. Uh, but people like them, they have this like sense of self-importance that 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 turns all of their jokes uh, not into a reflection of society, but into an agenda fueled yeah. uh, monologue. It's you fundamentalism, I mean? and fundamentalism doesn't have any irony in it. And yeah, iron, yeah. irony is this. Well, some people say brevity is the soul of wit. I think irony is the soul of wit. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like to be able to look at a serious or non-serious situation and say something undercutting and clever about it that isn't necessarily mean spirited, right? But it's mm -hmm. just like. You see how kind of goofy this is. Maybe you shouldn't take it that seriously. That's the soul of wit, right? Yeah. And it's like, that's the whole fucking purpose of doing any of this. Yeah. I, I agree. But uh, knowing that going in and then making that decision for yourself, 
Yeah. Uh, because I'm sure guys like you or JP or, or those guys, like, you know, some of your Hollywood friends, well, what are you oh, doing dude, yeah. that? And why? That's... I got the same shit about Black Rifle when I started rocking with them a couple years ago, too. And I was like, dude, these guys are cool as fuck. Yeah. And they're not out here uh, protesting Mexicans yeah, no. for being Mexican. No, you no, know? no, no, no. Yeah. And we don't sit around talking about politics and no. all this shit. Like, we're blowing shit up and getting we're fucked up. blowing shit up. up. Like, we're eating steak. We're getting fucked it. up looking at tits, dude. Yeah. We look at titties, dude. We pull up titties on the computer, dude. That's all we do. But you have to be happy with your decision and <laughs> yeah. knowing that you can't satisfy everybody and that your friends from high school or yeah. Hollywood or somebody's not going to understand whatever the fuck it is. But as long as you're happy talking about what you're doing every day, yeah, and they can it's fuck great. off. Because yeah. losing people is a great way to filter out all the fucking nerds that don't understand what you're doing and make space for the people that'll rock right. for the long term. But, yeah. there, but there's a lot of people who are afraid. There's like, shit, we even have listeners. We, we do this thing called Drink a Bro of the Month. Mm-hmm. Uh, where we, we were giving it away to, to somebody, and a lot of people were like, hey, man, I appreciate it. I'm afraid I'm going to lose my job being on this show. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we say the worst shit on the planet. <laughs> and I understand it. And so I don't feel bad about that either. I'm yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah. keep your job. Like, this definitely yeah, isn't yeah. worth it to ruin it over a podcast. For sure. If you think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, so things like that will pop up. But also you're a up. pussy. But yeah, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. It's well, okay. and we have a back and forth about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put fucking food on the table for your family. For sure. No, fuck that. Fuck that, dude. Come on the podcast and say the N-word. Yeah. <laughs> Come on the podcast. Drinking Bro of the Month is required to say at least three slurs. It's a new rule. We're bringing them back. Uh, we're bringing back <laughs> the N-word. Yeah. What else is fun that we should really bring back? Well, everybody's saying faggot again. Yeah, people are saying that. I'm saying Everybody. gay a lot, dude. I yeah. gotta be careful though because I'm saying it a lot. I'm. Mm. I've been saying. Yeah, but that's because everything's fucking gay. Everything. A lot of the shit is gay, I dude. Know. And it's never with the intent of of hating gay people. I fuck with gay people. I, I know. Fuck the gay guy. It's not. That's neither here nor there. Yeah. I'll suck um, a dick. Bro. I'll suck a Actually, dick right now. Bro. I was at a fucking uh, Doug Stanhope stand up thing in South Carolina in like 2010. And he's he was standing on stage and he goes, you know what? I'm tired of all of this policing language bullshit. I'll suck anybody's dick in this audience right now if I get a <laughs> lifetime pass to say faggot. If I could just <laughs> if I could just say it for the I'll suck the biggest blackest dick right now in front of everybody. You know how like he is, his mannerisms and shit. Yeah. Yeah. He's the best. That's awesome. That's yeah. So fucking funny. Yeah. But nobody's I, I don't think I, I don't remember the last time I heard anybody use that particular word as a slur. Gay or Either one, either one, gay or faggot. Yeah. I, like, who's the? When's the last time you heard somebody say that and mean gay? Uh, Jonah Hill. Uh, and, and mean it? <laughs> yeah. Remember, like a couple years ago, he called a reporter. A oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he had to apologize or but, whatever. I don't. Like, well, the guy might have been gay, but he was just Twitter. he was angry. He was being followed. He was like, "Get away from me, you fucking faggot!" Yeah, yeah that's like, what it was. That's yeah, a yeah, reasonable yeah, thing yeah. to say, though. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, "Hey, Jonah, why are why are you fat today?" Yeah. You're kidding, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it was like they're asking him about his weight, yeah. following him as he's trying to get coffee, yeah. and he just fucking lost it. Yeah, yeah. I would have said something similar. Similar, yeah. For I, sure. I said uh, dippers the other day, and my wife kind of looked at me. She's like, "You can't say that." And I was like, "Really? Dippers? Yeah, it's it's be- like bean dip um, for Mexicans, oh, okay. and I'll call yeah, them yeah, dippers." Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and she's like, "You can't fucking say that." And I was yeah. like, "It's not really mean spirited." I was like, "That's you know." Yeah. I, I feel like wetback would be more mean spirited. Somebody than, has a joke about wetback. It might be Theo Vaughn. I don't know, but he was like, "Bro, that's like a term of endearment. That means you work hard." Yeah, yeah. You know? I are forget you, who said it's not you my swim joke. Hard. Somebody else. Yeah, yeah you're, you're a good swimmer. Hard. Yeah, but that's a slippery slope <laughs> because swimmer. what about spear chucker? I mean, you're talking about the accuracy of a 
guy right. out yes. there throwing stuff. And, then, so. and it's an actual competition in the Olympics. Still. Technically, right. it's a compliment, but yeah. it wasn't yeah. really used as one historically. I no, think, right? no. But language evolves. Yeah, it does. It does. It's true, yeah. 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 Uh, and they were, what, so they we were went, better hunters? We like, went, why is that a negative thing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, we, they killed food for us. We went from... We went from... Uh, colored people to people of color, and it's the same goddamn words. Yes. Yeah. The same three words. Yeah. 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 Right. Uh, and then or same two words. I did something for the United uh, United Negro College Funds, mm-hmm. and uh, and before I went up on stage to to say something about us, I I asked. I was like, "Hey, so am I saying the word Negro? Can I see what that? I? <laughs> yeah. yeah." And they were like. Well, yeah, but it's you know. And I I'm think like, we should but go, don't emphasize it. I, yeah, don't go up I, there and be like, "Hello, I, thank you for having me to the United it, Negro." It was strange, exactly. Yeah, Negro. <laughs> but it was for a. Uh, it was a donation and money for the you know the the, the actual college fund itself. So yeah, I was like, yeah. Man, I don't. You know. Yeah. yeah. Where th- am I? And dude, like, language yeah. is fucking weird today. I, dude. I think we need to go protest. Yeah. At. The United Negro College Fund. Yeah, Negro why? Fund. I'm not saying why. Yeah, it, to get them to remove that word. Doesn't I don't like it, it seem weird? Like, doesn't <laughs> yeah. it seem weird? Can you imagine does. if like 300 white dudes showed up? Like, hey, you got to take that. <laughs> yeah. Because you've done those, you know, where they yeah. hand you they hand you the card and you're like, all right, cool, it's this uh, charity or this charity. Or, yeah, you know, you're you reading it off, and thing. I'm like, hang on, yeah, can yeah. I? Let me ask you about this one. <laughs> Are we still? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we're still. And I was like, cool. Yeah. Am I the best person for this bit? Or right. and they were like, well, <laughs> can I just say the acronym? Yeah. You're, you're, they were like, you're the only white comedian, comedian, you know. Uh-huh. And, and I'm like, you're white. And I'm like, ah, and I get that, you know. And they were like, well, we also don't think that you care. And I go, no, I, I definitely don't. I definitely don't. I'm right. just making right. sure everybody else doesn't yeah. doesn't care. And, Dude, uh, yeah. There's some dumb, the the shit that makes me the most mad in LA is when people say unhoused instead of homeless. Oh god! As if that's like helping yeah. that, matters. That, that's dude? that's a brave new world, man. Like you're changing language. You're you're removing words and putting "un" in front of it. Yep. Yeah, right? as like, if as that's, if that's very nefarious. The crackhead had a home. Yes, you know where you're like, hey, dude. So he he had this home, and then he somebody took who it away from him. Yeah, who unhoused? Who took it away? The crack rock? Was it an earthquake? Like, how did he lose the right. house? Right. I'm with you. You know, you're just like no, you're fucking homeless. He's fucking bro. homeless. Well, okay. So that doesn't mean we shouldn't help him. It was right. crack rock or black rock, one of the two. Uh, one of the well, probably bo- a combination of both. Yeah. Combination where they both. took the house and then yeah, they black wanted to rent it. They wanted to rent it back extension. to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But with that, when you're talking and you, and you start to have these conversations with people, you're like, all right, I'm sorry. Did somebody take his fucking house? Right. Like, what happened? Like, <laughs> yeah, what are we doing here? What are you? And then the master bedroom thing. We talked about that too. Oh yeah, right, right. We were my wife and I were looking for. A, a place we had a, another child so we were looking for a place uh, about a year and a half ago whatever and the the realtor we had didn't say the word master bedroom and i was like where is the fucking master mm-hmm. in this like where's the master bed and he goes oh we don't call it that anymore and i go who's we i'm calling it right I'm now i'm that. buying yeah. the house like yeah. where's the mat and i go i don't have time to go through the made-up words for the made-up things right. for the <laughs> Show me where the biggest yeah. fucking room I'm not here to in get the house is yeah. that me and my wife will be sleeping in, yeah. okay? Yeah, and our three slaves. Just show me right. that room. Well, that's the difference, right? Because right? Right. Uh, you're a murder guy. Yeah. Did you watch the Cunanan thing? No, what on, was that? Uh, fuck, FX won all the awards. Mm, no, I've been on a cult phase lately, bro. Okay. I've been watching all the cult documentaries. So with the Cunanan one, I watched. He's the one that killed Versace. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so with that one... You know, the, the mom marries a, a, a dad, a stepdad, and they bring him in, and uh, she's tired, about to go to bed, and the father stops and says, whoa, where, where are you going? 
He's like, oh, we're going to bed. I'm going, we're going into the, in the room. And he goes, no, no, no. The master's for the boy. So the boy sleeps in here. Whoa. And, uh, and they were going to sleep in the guest room. So I was like, oh, shit, shit, dude. So I was like, that's how you start a serial killer. Yeah. Yeah. So they gave the kid the master. And I looked at my wife and I was like, I know where this is going. <laughs> yeah. I was like, he's going to be fucking that kid, right? 100%. Yep. And that's what happened. 100% fucking, fucking the kid, kid and the yeah. master. And I was like, God damn it, dude. <laughs> but I'm not recalling it the master at that point. Like, right, that's right, where they right. should have slept. Right. Like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm keeping that one. There's words that I'm keeping that I'm not giving back. 100%. Yeah, and yeah. that's mine. And there's words that I'm not going to add to my vocabulary. Rogan was the first one uh, that I heard come back and say faggot on stage. He was mm-hmm. the first one I heard come back uh, and Louis say Louis got a great faggot joke. Uh, Louis C.K.? Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. he's always pushing it, though, and always mm-hmm. has. He was the first one I heard say N-word in a long time on stage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He'll do it. Yeah, he'll do it. Uh, it was he. It's, no, it's Bill Burr who's married to somebody black. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but Louis C.K. will do it. That's that's one that's still off limits forever, probably. Right? I, I think so. Yeah, I mean, we're not it, going we, back. We, we can dip into Negro every once in a while if we're hosting a certain event for a certain for charity. a college fund, right? For a college yeah, fund. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the hard R. I don't think I'm. I don't think I need that. In my no, life. me no. neither. Me neither. No, that one's not coming back anytime yeah. soon. Yeah, the lighter ones I don't mind. Uh, like a, a honky, like honky's fine honky's for me. Fun. Love it. Cracker, cracker's fun. Cracker's a good time. Uh, Hunter Biden's no yellows thing. Like hardworking, that's all fun. hardworking <laughs> yeah. American. That's one that kind of gets under my skin. Yeah. Oh, is it? Because that means white. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's an old Democrat joke. Back in, back in the nineties, they couldn't say the N word anymore. Actually, you know there was a. Um, God, what the fuck was his name? Stephen or uh, Stephen Atwater, I think his name was. Mm. He, he was Nixon's speechwriter. Yeah, and he developed this thing called the Southern Strategy. There's actually a, a recording you can go find on the internet right now, and he just straight up said it, like, "Hey, we can't say N word anymore," but he just said it. Yeah. So what you say is like hardworking American, and that means white, and then anybody that isn't white, they just assume is lazy. That, that this is like the the Southern Strategy. They call right. It. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. And then the other part of this is on those tapes that got leaked. Uh, I think it's Nixon who drops the N-word like 13 times in one conversation there. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it was regarding something at a, some get-together at the White House and who they were going to invite or something like oh, that. Oh, wow. And there's, Bob, there's Damn. audio recordings of it. Yeah, let's not play that. No, not at all. <laughs> Maybe at the Christmas special tomorrow night, but yeah, yeah we're not going to do it on Christmas Eve, no. you know? We're not opening those gifts before <laughs> Christmas, so... Um, but yeah, so, and that was one of the things that they, they had them caught up in where you're mm-hmm. like, Hey, you're president, you know, that's recorded, right? Yeah. Uh, Everything's recorded in the Oval Office. Right. And yeah. that's, that's where it was. Mm-hmm. And so the, he didn't fucking care. Somebody said Trump was recorded saying that, but then they never leaked it. Uh-uh. That if that existed, it would be it, it on every new leaked. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been leaked. No, I, I, there's gotta be Biden tape out there from the eighties. Well, oh, you yeah, know, with Trump, sure. what they were trying to get to, right? What they were trying the to get to? The big one. The big prize for Trump, mm-hmm. um, because he's always said whatever and like all the time, so you can't really get him on anything like that, Yeah, was uh, they're convinced, convinced that it's on those Apprentice tapes um, that are unedited for all those years on The Apprentice of him getting uh, caught on a hot mic saying something or doing yeah, yeah, something yeah. or hitting yeah. on a girl or something like that. And uh, I know it's Mark Burnett's is the the producer who does like Survivor mm-hmm. and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, you're not getting any of it. Um, and he goes, uh, they were like, well, you got to tell the world what Trump was really like. And he goes, cool, man. But that was a fucking what we shot was a TV show. Right, and right, right. I'm not illegally. I'm, I'm not putting tapes out there that somebody didn't know that would be recorded or anything else yeah. or whatever. So they were like, well, you can can you confirm? And he goes, no, man. 
because I didn't listen to the fucking tapes. Like, I don't <laughs> sit in the edits. I don't do any of the stupid shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we're not going to do that here. Yeah. But I was, I was shocked by that. Yeah. I thought for sure he would have been like, yeah, fuck it. Go through the footage. And yeah, find you would think you so. Good for him for not doing it, though. Mm-hmm. Or maybe there, there really was nothing there. Maybe. He, I, I, there's got to be. He's got to talk about something. He's an old man. Back then. Yeah. Old white dude. Rich forever. Come on. Yeah. He said you think shit. so? Oh, yeah. He, he said you dropped it? For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. talks about Because I'm a poor for sure, white dude. man. I've said plenty of shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. I know he has. Yeah, for it's, sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But uh, gotta, yeah, it'll, be, it'll be a fun year next year. Dude, I'm excited as fuck. I Absolutely. can't wait. This is going to be a fantastic year. Same, man. We're excited for you. Uh, Danthony and I are about to hop on uh, Anthony Cumia's show here cool. uh, in about six minutes. So tune into that. Uh, if you can over there, we'll try to provide a link. Uh, in the meantime, though, it's the, the point of the show. We get to the drinking bro of the week. Someone who has inspired you or helped you become the oh, person right. you are today. Who'd you like to give the drinking bro of the week to? Oh, fuck yeah. Drinking bro of the week. Dude, I always forget about this segment. And then I come in and who's going to be it? Um, you piece of shit. Hope dude. Solo's asshole is definitely in the running. Uh, you just, you just fausted us. Uh, that, that Did he already be... say it? No, it? no. Oh, okay. but, but I feel like <laughs> if you're going to fuck us over, you're fausting someone. So it's like. <laughs> We should just put that out there, Gary. Gary Faust. Uh, no, let me give love to, um, uh, dude, my friend Nikki. I'll give it to Nikki. Nikki Howard. She's my drinking bro of the week. So I love she's her. Dope. She's one yeah. of the best there is. Uh, she was at one point booked to be on the show, but it was a Zoom in. Mm-hmm. And I told our we Dan and I called our publicist. I go, hey, was somebody that good? You want him in studio in person? I'll bring her to Austin next time. Yes. Yeah. Tell, tell her we want her on the show for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The comedy through the fucking Zoom during COVID just wasn't translating yeah, can't that do it. great. And she no. would love to. Yeah. She'll, she's a good time. She's She'll fantastic. Fuck around, dude. She's my closest collaborator. Everybody thinks we're dating. Uh, she's engaged. <laughs> it's just somebody oh, else. Oh, really? Yeah, it's hilarious. Um, but she's fucking rad, dude. She's funny. And not just like, you know, she's the funniest woman. She's the funniest person yeah, that, I, that I fuck with. She's dope as fuck. So Nikki Howard on Instagram and everything else. Yeah, Awesome. And then tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, Brent Pella everywhere. I'm going back on tour in the spring. Dates in Sacramento, San Francisco, San Diego, Texas, uh, Austin, Florida. Um, and then my comedy special coming out probably in like mid-March sometime. So brentpella.com, YouTube, Brent Pella. Um, all the things. Awesome, yeah. man. Looking forward to it. Uh, follow at Brent Pella on Instagram in particular. I've been following you for years. Uh, I'll see I, you I, in the ayahuasca ceremony. Yeah, I'll yeah. see you there see after you there. this is all over. <laughs> funny, funny, man. Thanks for being here again. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Join us live tomorrow night for the Christmas special. Uh, that'll be at 6 p.m. Central, probably uh, pregame there. And then what? What do you think? Seven will start off? The show probably starts at probably 7. Probably start at 7 tomorrow night. So 8 o'clock uh, Eastern, if you're in the Austin area, join us. We'd love to have you. Uh, free JNL barbecue, free hard AF seltzers, all the fun stuff. Uh, and if you can't be here, donate to Rav4 Lopez. Help him get a car for Christmas. It'd be fantastic. For D'Anthony D'Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Drinking Bros Podcast. Good night.